Welcome to Star Wars in 10. Now hit the intro. <laughs> What's happening, Far Far Away family? How's everyone doing on this wonderful Friday? I hope everything is going well on your side of the galaxy. Nothing new out here on the outer rim, nothing to report. Oh, well, I guess one thing, I am feeling a lot better than I did yesterday. And hopefully the results of this MRI that I got on Wednesday will help the doctors find out what's going on with me. Because ever since I caught COVID, I have been having some real issues. Basically, it's like my whole body from my neck down feels like it's asleep. You know, like when you lay on your arm too long and you get that tingling sensation, but it hurts at the same time. That's what I feel like. It's really, really bad. I've talked about it a little bit on Lightsaber Radio, but I haven't really talked about it on here too much. Oh, speaking of Lightsaber Radio, we are going to do a cosplay appreciation day. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going live, and it's going to be an epic show. Some of the best cosplayers in the world are going to come on the show and talk about their costumes and their love for Star Wars, as well as how they created their costume. It's going to be really informative, and I don't think that you're going to want to miss it. There is a link in the description of this show for the LSR YouTube. Click on it. Go check it out. Now that we got all that stuff out of the way, we can get back to the story. So let's see what's happening now. The Ithorian turned his back on them, clearly troubled. He began to pace slowly back and forth in front of his plants, as if to calm himself before speaking again. Once again, Lucia was amazed at how easily the princess had controlled and directed the encounter. Oba had commented on Sarah being strong in the Force. That might help to explain the commanding presence she seemed to carry. But, Lucia wondered, was it possible the princess was so powerful she was able to manipulate a Jedi Master? Those who are trained in the ways of the Jedi are taught to live by the rules and tenets of our order. We believe in self-sacrifice, and we believe that the power of the Force must only be used when it serves the greater good. Unfortunately, Despite our best efforts, there are those who fall away from our teachings. They give in to weakness. They succumb to ambition and greed. They use the Force to satisfy their own base wants and desires. They reject our philosophy and fall to the dark side. You're talking about the Sith, Sarah whispered. Lucia thought she heard fear in the princess's voice, but she couldn't tell if it was real or simply part of the game she was playing with their host. Not the Sith. I am speaking of the Dark Jedi. What's the difference between a Sith and a Dark Jedi? Lucia asked. The Ithorian stopped pacing and turned to face them, instinctively addressing his audience like a teacher giving a lesson. The Sith were the sworn enemies of the Jedi and the Republic. They sought to wipe us from existence. They sought to rule the galaxy. They united their strength in the Brotherhood of Darkness, drawing countless followers to their cause with false promises. They amassed an army of individuals foolish and desperate enough to believe their lies, and they plunged the galaxy into a war that threatened to destroy us all. Lucia remained silent as Oba spoke, though she tensed involuntarily at his description of her and her fellow soldiers. 
A dark Jedi, on the other hand, has much smaller ambitions. He or she thinks only of himself. He acts alone. The ultimate goal is not galactic conquest, but personal wealth and importance. Like a common thug or criminal, he revels in cruelty and selfishness. He preys upon the weak and vulnerable, spreading misery and suffering wherever he goes. Now, I think this would be a perfect time to get to our sponsor for today's episode. Have you had any type of ailment lately that has caused you some discomfort? Then you need to try some Tan Tan Tan. It is guaranteed to get rid of anything you might have come down with, from muscle aches to fever. It will cure it all. Just ask your doctor to prescribe you the best medicine in the whole galaxy. Tan Tan Tonic may cause uncontrollable diarrhea, blindness, hibernation, sickness, and most likely death. Use at your own risk. And you think such a one might be involved here? Sarah noted. You have someone in particular in mind? Boba bowed his head in shame. Set hearth. As the Padawan, he lost his master to the thought bomb on Rusan. I took him under my wing, and eventually I recommended him to the other members on the Council of First Knowledge. Like Ned, he became one of our agents, scouring the galaxy for dark side artifacts and lore. But the temptation of the dark side proved too strong for Set. He rejected the Jedi teachings to pursue wealth and personal gain at the expense of others. Too late, we learned that he had kept many of the artifacts he uncovered for himself. By the time I realized what he had become, he was gone, vanished into the galactic underbelly of lawless mercenaries, bounty hunters, and slavers. So you fear that Set Hearth, this dark Jedi, may have killed Med Tandar Undone? If the killer was not an assassin hired by someone Undone, then this seems to me to be the most likely possibility. If Set somehow learned about the artifact cache Undone, he would have sought to claim it, and he would have killed anyone who got in his way. He sounds like a dangerous man, Sarah noted. Now that the Sith are extinct, Sethoth may be the most dangerous individual in the galaxy. Sarah stared at him. She thought of the black-armored man who had haunted her dreams for the past twenty years, and remembered the words of her father. The Jedi and the Sith will always be at war. They are each wholly uncompromising. Their rigid philosophies make no room for mutual existence. But what they fail to realize is that they are merely two sides of the same coin, light and dark. You cannot have one without the other. How can you be so sure the Sith are gone? She demanded. Weren't there rumors that some of the Sith Lords survived the Thought Bomb that destroyed the Brotherhood of Darkness? That is true. One did survive, but now he too has fallen, though his defeat came at a terrible cost. I don't understand. The Ithorian sighed an anguished, mournful sound. Home, oh, come. I will show you. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, this part had me a little intrigued. I like the explanations that were given during this whole part. When they ask how did the Sith artifacts get on Dawn, Master Oba plainly states that Dawn is old. There has been whole cities discovered on Dawn. New things were found all the time. I also like the way he mentioned the Dark Jedi. The explanation was right on point. A Dark Jedi, also known as a Fallen Jedi, was a term that applied to Force-sensitive people who had chosen to deny the light side of the Force and learn the ways of the Dark Side. Dark Jedi were simply Dark Side users that had no alliance with any Dark Side organization, and they did not follow the teachings of the Sith. So they are basically Force users that use the Force for their own personal gain. And Master Oba thinks that it is one of these Dark Side Jedis that could have been responsible for Med's death, and he thinks he knows who this person is. Seth Hart was a Dark Side Jedi that was active during this time, formerly a Padawan of Master Aruwin that was killed on Rusan. After Aruwin's death, Hearth was trained by Master Oba. Hearth became fascinated with Sith artifacts, which led him to fall to the Dark Side of the Force. And this fascination with these Sith artifacts might have led him to Dome. Yeah, I think that's a big possibility. And I told everyone that Master Oba was allowing his emotions to cloud his judgment. He could have mentioned all this in the first place. But Sarah asked the obvious question. How did the Jedi know that the Sith were gone? This is when Master Oba tells her that he could explain. Then he asked her and Luchia to follow him. And that's where this part came to an end. This wasn't the best part for action. In reality, there was no action. But I found the explanations of the Dark Side Jedi and Dawn's history quite entertaining. But I think that's it for this part of the story. Join us Monday to find out what happens next. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Intent. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Kenai Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pigfield Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.